Coming up on the Keto Camp Podcast, we welcome Dr. Donald Vega. stressed, your respiratory system immediately changes into chest breathing. And if you are breathing with a chest mechanic, then you are activating the, the sympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system, which is that you're elevating the stress. So knowing this gives you the opportunity to change the pattern, because as, as I said, 85% of people are chest breathers, which means that every time they are breathing, they are putting an information into the system that they are under stress. We have access to ancient healing strategies such as ketosis, fasting, and carnivore. And on the Keto Camp Podcast, we are determined to deliver the science to you. We bring in the thought leaders in this space to have extraordinary conversations so you could apply it and change your life. Your body was built to thrive. Your body is capable of healing as long as you identify the interference and remove it. I believe you are a masterpiece because you are a piece of the master. My name is Ben Azadi. I'm the best-selling author of Keto Flex, and I wanna thank you for spending part of your day with me. Hey, Keto Camper, thank you for pressing play today. We have one of my favorite episodes we recorded with a friend of mine, Dr. Donald Vega. He's a registered dietitian, strength and conditioning specialist, and he is doing such amazing work with his company, Colosophy. We're going to get an idea of why Dr. Donald Vega got involved with the alternative health space. You know, he's one of those really respectable guys out there who went the conventional route. His mom had type 2 diabetes. He decided to study medicine and nutrition because, you know, uh, egotistically, he admitted he wanted to be recognized for having that degree. And something changed during his training. He discovered an author, a book. He discovered the truth about type 2 diabetes and started to ask questions and get answers to those questions. And then he changed his mindset from conventional symptom chasing to, all right, let's get to the root cause. So his backstory is very inspiring and very respectable. And then we get into his 10 keys, which he calls his 10 basic principles of health. You're going to learn about the importance of sunlight, even on an overcast day. And he's going to share the best time to go outside and expose yourself and your body and your eyes to ultraviolet B rays. We discussed the importance of sleep and how that's going to help you make a better decision with your daily nutrition and just lifestyle habits. We get into the prefrontal cortex and why bad sleep takes blood flow away from the prefrontal cortex, which is your decision-making part of your brain, and shunts it to your amygdala, which is your fight-or-flight part of your brain. We get into some tips for proper sleep hygiene. We get into EMFs, the dangers of EMFs, and why he loves grounding. We love grounding here at Keto Camp. He's going to explain his favorite benefits for grounding and how it's like 
taking a handful of antioxidants. We also discussed the importance of melatonin for the mitochondria and so much more. And then we get into my favorite part of the conversation, which I resonate with so much, your thoughts, subconscious mind, conscious mind, the power of your thoughts and why you have receptors in every cell in your body and your thoughts communicate with your receptor sites and how I believe 95% of your results is from your mindset. And he agrees with me. He has some great resources for you to upgrade and become aware of your thinking so you could change your life. You change the way you think. You change your life because you don't get what you want in life. You get what you are. What are you? Those 60,000 thoughts. He's going to recommend a couple of books for you to get. We'll drop a link down below. Then we get into water, you know, the basics of hydration, exercise, stress, masterment, thermotherapy, cold exposure, heat exposure, and of course, nutrition. And he's a fan of using keto the right way as well. So you're going to just love this conversation with Dr. Donald Vega. I recently just discovered his work and just met him. Uh, a couple of months ago, I was speaking at Keto Salt Lake in Salt Lake City, Utah, along with other incredible speakers. There were several speakers there. One of them was Dr. Donald Vega. And you know what? Before he even hit the stage, he came up to me and he's like, I'd love to take a photo with you. And I'm like, I'd love to take a photo with you. I saw you on the speaker list. And as I got to know this man, I just gained so much respect for him, not only as a human being, he's such an authentic, caring human being who wants to do great things in this world, reverse type 2 diabetes and put a dent in disease, which I align with so much. But he gets it. He understands that health is not just one tool in the shed. Keto is fantastic. It's one tool in the shed. Intermittent fasting is awesome. It's one tool in the shed. What about the other areas? What about this multifactorial approach? And that's exactly what he does in Costa Rica with philosophy and what he's going to do you know, around the world. So after I met him and after I saw him speak on stage, I was just so blown away. He, he, his work resonated with me so much. And, and now I consider him a friend and uh, we were developing a great relationship. And I, I love the man. You're going to love him too. So I can't wait to bring him on. And we'll put links and resources for all of his information down below. And everything we spoke about can be found down below. Before I bring them on, I do want to take a minute to get to the Apple Podcast rating and review of the day. This five-star review is from Wendy E, and she is referencing an episode we just released a couple weeks ago with Dave Asprey. She said, episode 413, I love this episode. Keep up the great work. You're healing many, many people out there, says Wendy. Wendy, thank you so much. Dave was awesome. That was the second time he's been on the show and I'm glad you listened to it. I'm glad you left that rating and review. We will keep getting out the work. And the goal is to heal, to educate, to inspire 1 billion people. And I'm glad you are one of them. If you have not left the Keto Camp Podcast a rating or a review yet on Apple Podcast or whatever podcast platform you're listening from, please do so right now. It makes a big difference for the show to grow and reach more people. Before I bring on my guest, I want to share with you an upcoming Keto Masterclass I'm going to be hosting online, which is 100% free. Let's face it, when you go on Dr. Google, you'll get over 100 million results for 
What is the keto diet? How to lose weight on keto? How do I know if I'm in ketosis? There's a lot of information out there. And I always say information doesn't change your life. And if it did, all librarians would be multimillionaires. It's not about the information. We are drowning in information and starving in truth. The way to change your life is the right information applied in a step-by-step system. So during this webinar, which is going to be about an hour long, I'm going to go through my four-pillar step-by-step approach for achieving incredible results with keto and intermittent fasting. During this webinar, you're going to learn all about the basics of keto, which is great for beginners. And then I'm also going to share with you some strategies that I've used on thousands of my students to break a keto weight loss plateau, or just you stop getting results, how to break that, how to bust that, how to change things up. We're going to discuss clean keto, dirty keto. I'll be revealing two scientifically proven ways to enhance ketone production by the mitochondria. Speaking of the mitochondria, I'm going to share with you some research that shows how ketones communicate with the mitochondria to create more of themselves called mitogenesis. We'll get into the science. We'll also get into keto flexing and why the goal is not long-term ketosis. The goal is metabolic flexibility. So I'll be sharing that and I'll be giving away over $400 worth in free PDF downloads for those who sign up for this free masterclass. But here's the deal. We only have room for a certain amount of people until the bandwidth has run out. So if you are hearing this on time and you want to take action and get signed up for this free upcoming Keto Masterclass, I encourage you to head to www.ketosismasterclass.com and register your free spot. That is www.ketosismasterclass.com and register your free spot. We'll also drop a link for you down below. All right, let's have an amazing conversation with Dr. Donald Vega. Today, I'm blessed to have with me my friend, Dr. Vega, who's a registered dietitian, strength and conditioning specialist, lifestyle mentor, based out of Costa Rica with more than 24 years of experience in health education. Dr. Vega is the founder of Colosophy, which was established with one vision, reversing the metabolic disease through a fit, happy, and healthy society. They provide programs for overweight, diabetic, hypertensive, endurance, and fitness patients. They specialize in low-carb, carnivore, and keto lifestyles, and he's been using and teaching nutritional ketosis since 2011. They've helped over 8,000 patients improve their lives and lose over 176,000 pounds of extra fat through their interventions in their clinics. Here's Dr. Donald Vega. Dr. Donald Vega, welcome to the Keto Camp Podcast, my friend. Thank you, Van, for the invitation, and I'm really, I'm really excited to be here and uh, and share. I mean, I think that's it, right? Uh, life is about giving and not uh, it's not it's about giving and not living. It's giving what gives us the life, and I think Tony Robbins says a lot about that. I'm really happy to share. Yeah, no, he said the secret to living is giving and you're a big, That's right, yeah. you're a big giver. And uh, so me and Donald met recently at uh, Keto Salt Lake hosted by Keto Chow. You were uh, a speaker, I was a speaker and we got to hang out for a little bit. I got to learn a little bit more about the amazing and just so inspiring things you're doing 
with your philosophy company, but also in Costa Rica, but you're expanding across the world and it's so cool. And your presentation, I was just telling you offline, so amazing. Like your the way you outline things and help people understand why they self-sabotage themselves to understand the paradigm. We're going to talk a lot about that today. So it was a pleasure meeting you. I'm excited and grateful that you're on the show today. My audience is also going to benefit tremendously from today's conversation. Please, for those watching and listening, be present, really focus in on this. I think it's going to make a big, I know it's going to make a big difference for those who choose to let it. So Donald, before we get into some of the cool things you're doing and having this life-changing conversation, What's your backstory? Like, why did you get involved in the health and nutrition space? What led up to you becoming a doctor? Well, uh, it all started, I think, in the wrong way. I started studying medicine, and I studied medicine for two years. But I think I was pursuing that career for the wrong reasons, and I think it was for, you know, being recognized. You know, doctors, you look up to doctors, and I think that's what I was looking for. And then I realized that, that was not going to fulfill me, especially because I feel I am a little bit of a free soul and couldn't find myself into four walls working for the rest of my life. So I also liked exercises, and then I decided to go and pursue personal training career. And then, of course, the doctor says that to be healthy, you need to do exercise and eat well, right? So I thought that that's the best. The perfect combination. So I'll start uh, studying nutrition. Nutrition here in Costa Rica is like the RDs in in the U.S. Uh, we are not called nutritionists. As a nutritionist in the U.S., we are called as it would be a registered dietitian. So it's the kind the same kind of training. And when I was studying for for nutrition, right in the middle of, of the of my career studying nutrition, I went to San Diego for one of my courses on exercise. Uh, it was a corrective exercise, kinesiology. And, and I met Dr. Kalish. He's a, he's a practitioner there in, in, there in San Diego. And he spoke and introduced me to Dr. Schwarzbein. Uh, her name is uh, Deborah Schwarzbein. And her book was life-changing for me. She said that she had cured more than, than a thousand type two diabetics. And I said, that, that's not right. It's not true. You know, I was studying nutrition, regular nutrition. And when you hear words like, yeah, uh, type 2 diabetics can cure their condition, I just dismiss it right away. But I don't know, there was something to it that I immediately bought her two books at that moment. I went to Barnes & Noble and I read the first book. It, it was called, it is called The Schwarzman's Principle. I was back in 2001. And it was life-changing. Basically, everything came to, to the basics. And she was in the book. She was discussing that whenever she finished her career as a, studying as a, a medical doctor and endocrinologist, she found herself in the clinic sending nutrition programs to the type 2 diabetics that didn't make sense to her. Because she said, you know, type 2 diabetes is a glucose thing. They can't handle glucose. So why are we sending a high carbohydrate and low fat diet to those patients? You know, it took a while before she went to work for herself in, a, in her own clinic. And then 
she asked for the first batch of patients that week. Okay, we're going to do this. I'm going to ask you to go to your house and come back next week, and you're going to measure your, your glucose to, uh, six times a day before uh, breakfast after breakfast, before lunch after lunch, and before dinner and after dinner, and you're going to bring me your numbers. But we're, we're going to make a small change. Instead of going high on carbs, you're going to change those uh, you know, rice and potatoes and all those things that you have been advised to eat. You're going to change them for uh, salads and non-starchy vegetables. And you're going to increase a little bit on your fats and, and proteins as well. And I'll give you permission to have a couple of eggs, maybe, and you know, a, a piece of bacon. And please come back next week. To her surprise, when they came back, all of them had regular glucose numbers after a week of this inter intervention, crazy intervention, right? And, and she said, oh my God, we're killing uh, type 2 diabetics with the diets that we're sending them. So she started her program, and just like that, she started to experience a type 2 reversal. At that time, my mom was a type 2 diabetic patient. She had been for 15 years. And I just asked her, would you like to experiment with this? She was, at that point in time, she was eating a mixed diet. You know, if you're, I don't know if you're familiar with, with that, uh, uh, what is it called? Metabolic typing? Metabolic type. Yeah. So there's the, the, the high carbs, the mixed diets, and the protein types. And she was more like a mixed diet. And I asked her to start using more proteins, more fats, and you know, that normally doesn't happen in families that they follow your advice, but she did. And in four months, she reversed her type 2 diabetes, uh, confirmed by her A1C and HbA1c. And after nine months, she lost 89 pounds. At that point, I said to myself, this is incredible, and I am studying normal nutrition. Okay, uh, I'll do this. I'll, I'll keep She's going to classes, I'll listen to the teachers, and I'll write whatever they want in the, in the, on the test so I can pass. And as soon as I graduate from there, I'm going to do my own thing because I have seen it in my family, in my mom. And after that, it was 2001, I started to follow and recommend a low-carbohydrate lifestyle. At that point in time, I didn't know about ketogenic lifestyle, which I call lifestyle, not diet, and we can go... A little bit into that later. So uh, I, I was taking also a holistic lifestyle coaching from the same institute that I was taking the kinesiology exercise kinesiology program, and I graduated in 2004 from HLC holistic lifestyle coach, where they taught you six foundation principles of health, and that was hydration, nutrition, stress management, the breathing, and uh, you know. All those things seemed to work with my clients at that time because I wasn't seeing patients much. What I did is I established a service where I, where I would train people three times a day, excuse me, three times a week on the gym. I was their personal trainer, and I would offer the service of changing their lifestyle. I would go to their houses two hours a week. I was with my computer, with a video bean and with a big screen, I would take in my car and go to their houses. And, and it was like a classroom. I would stand there and talk for two hours. We need to change this, we need to change this, we need to change this. So my 
practice, one-on-one -on -one practice started to grow in time. I couldn't talk in one hour. I couldn't talk in 30 minutes. I couldn't talk in two hours. The things I needed to, to transmit because the lifestyle change is not, it's not just change your diet and your exercise program. So I started to study. Sometimes the program seemed to work, but some others, you know, people were not achieving what they were looking for. So I started to, to do some research and find what other things are out there backed by science where people apply those principles and finally they seem with this specific thing to get great results. So for example, electromagnetism, which we will talk about later, it is about the electromagnetic forces that we have non-native and the native ones that come from the earth. And, you know, just by addressing that, many people seem to get better without considering nutrition, without considering exercise, without considering hydration or any of that. So every time I found some piece of information where scientists were reporting that people were getting better at what they were doing or if they had an illness they were getting better I said to myself this has to be in my system because if it by itself can help people if it can be taken in synergy with the other principles that I have been working with and then I need to incorporate this so at the end I got to the 10 keys of health which is the 10 principles of health basic principles that everybody needs and so I, I was still working one-on-one -on -one, and I got to the point where my, my appointment, one single appointment, I would see patients once only. They would come to my office or I would go to their houses. I was working those two modes and I would present for six hours and we would go deeply into the mind thing, the mental thing, how people would associate what they were doing to bad outcomes instead of good outcomes or the process itself would be painful for them and why that meant auto-sabotage and sometimes my appointments were seven hours they would last for seven hours which was great but I got to the point where I am more like a, a right brain person where I just make concepts and it's, it is really easy for me to implement so my system was great for those who were right brains as well because they only needed so much information that made sense okay great i'll implement this as easy as that but there were the left brains and they need structure they need follow-up and you know my system was 50 uh, percent successful and that's when i stopped that was 2017 the end of 2016, 2017, I, one of my passions is to teach information. I think I'm very good at studying and then uh, putting that information together in a system where I can pass it to people to, to the point where it makes sense and it's not difficult for them to understand. And so what changed was I said to myself, I'm spending six hours, five hours uh, with only one patient and I have a goal, and it is to transform society in a way that people are healthy, are happy, they are fit, they feel freedom. And when they feel like that, I think we can reverse metabolic disease because those are the four ingredients that you need for people to be, you know, enjoying life. And, 
And then I said, if, if I am doing this once a day, one patient a day, because I couldn't do two, it was too long for me. And that means I'm reaching only five patients every week. And I, I don't think I can realize my, my vision of transforming society going one at a time. So uh, I got together with, with a partner and we designed uh, the system and we needed a name. And the name, I, I just passed to him all my ideas that I had. And he, as a designer and creative, more creative than me, he put together the name, which means philosophy. It's a compound word of two words, kilo, which is the mass measure that we use in Latin America and many parts of the world for weight management or, or for just for weight, the kilogram, and sophie, which is the suffix for uh, it, and information or, or, or the study of. So the study of the weight, philosophy. So we put that together. We created a classroom. It was 40 people. And, we, you know, the, the system seemed to be really effective because now we had the two branches that were needed for, for that effectiveness. The, the first one, which was education, and everybody had to go through the classes before they started the follow-up with the nutritionists, which are, which are now called the men, their mentors. And the second part was the follow-up. So people would be given the, the tools so they could understand why they were doing what they were doing. And the, the more scientific, I wasn't going into numbers and, and graphs and things like that. I was just bringing all this information like a, in, in a storytelling mode so it could penetrate the brain easier. And once people were there sitting for two hours, one class, and the next one was two and a half hours, we would dedicate one hour for the mental factor and doing many exercises to understand the, the subconscious energies and, and what they do, what they associate to a losing weight or being looking better in the in the mirror. Main things that you would say, yeah, that those are great things, but some people have been programmed in a way that once they see that outcome, uh, it's scary for them. So they auto-sabotage. So we'll take them through an hour of, of, of written exercises where they would explore what was going on inside their minds. You know, specific exercises designed to, to get access to, to the subconscious mind. Mainly because other examples that I found when I was working by myself, I could put them in the table and people would relate and they would say, bingo, that's what's happening to me. So it was great because 40 people at the same time sharing their ideas and their experiences and, and why they have been through uh, five uh, weight loss programs. It, it, it always fails and all of a sudden they realize and they say, and, you know, it starts like a synergy with the group where, you know, it makes sense in many ways for many people. And then after that, they would follow, they would have their follow-up every 15 days, the appointment with their mentors, which are nutritionists that would take care of the structure part of the intervention. I would take care of the abstract part, which is information, and they would get into the system of follow-up. They would design a menu based on four different variables and, and help them through, through their journey and, you know, go together with them until the end. And we had uh, established a customer service 
system where we immediately detected when somebody was, you know, started to keep their appointments for later dates. And, you know, that's auto-sabotage. We immediately call them and say, we, you, you need to get back. No, no. Uh, you know, sometimes they go and have a, a weekend where they deviate and then they say, oh, my God, I have to go to the nutritionist next week and, you know, she's, uh, she's going to see what I did. So I'll better give myself one more week so I can get back to on track and then go and show her. <laughs> but basically that's what happened. And, and it evolved to the point where, to my big surprise, on it was Ohio State University 2018. That was my first scientific conference. I didn't present there. I was just an attendant. I attended that, and so many presenters that were after that they were presenting on Metabolic Health Summit, which I have been into 2019, 2020, 2021 wasn't, they didn't do it, and last week it, it was uh, 2022 MHS Metabolic Health Summit 2022 in Santa Barbara, which I must say, uh, we're talking that you were awarded the the best podcast, keto podcast in the U.S., and congratulations for that. Thank you, brother. It's a, it's a huge honor. Yeah, continue. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, incredible. So I was saying, uh, I started to notice that with the best scientists sharing their findings that they were about to publish or just published, they were achieving weight loss, you know, impressive weight loss, but we were achieving more than two times to five times in some instances, the amount of weight that people would lose in the same amount of time. Same, for example, six months of intervention with this, with this trial with six months and people lost, I don't know, 20 pounds and we were achieving 45 pounds. And then I start to ask myself, why is this? First time it was in, in Ohio State University, but I never gave much thought to that until it happened again in 2019 in MHS. And then I started to analyze what's going on. Why are we having better results than the best controlled science that they are presenting? And it is because we are making a synergy of many other things that are not normally taken in account for an intervention for it to be effective and long-term. So uh, that's basically the journey. I don't know if it took too long, but <laughs> basically. No, <laughs> It's a beautiful journey. I, I love it. I love how you went from that conventional approach to starting to see that maybe this is not the approach that is going to actually get to the cause. It's kind of just looking at symptoms and in a lot of cases actually making things worse in the case of diabetes and the typical recommendation, like for example, the American Diabetes Association recommended diet is kind of the same diet that could lead to the progression of diabetes, right? So there's a lot of um, mismatches. So I'm glad that you kind of finished up your schooling, but then said, all right, I got my degree. I became a doctor. Now let's focus on getting to the cause. So that's very admirable. And I, I think it's a brilliant process, the philosophy way, the way that you integrated all these 10 different structures. And you focus a lot about the, the paradigms, the mindset, auto-sabotage and subconscious mind versus conscious mind. And I think that's a big part of the reason why you're seeing some amazing accelerated results versus other programs that fail, and many do, let's be honest, to actually talk about that and, and work on that mental six pack. I wanna take a quick break here to share with you about the dangers of taking fish oil. I know, shocking. I was somebody who took fish oil 
every single day for years. And then I came across a ton of research showing the dangers of consuming fish oil. I immediately found an amazing product called Pureform. Pureform is a plant-based omega. And the cool thing about Pureform is that it is uniquely processed with nitrogen to preserve it and make sure it does not oxidize. These essential fatty acids are cold pressed and you get the proper balance of omega-6 and omega-3 to feed your cells what it desires. We know that life begins and ends at the cell membrane. And when you have the proper fats, the building blocks for those cell membranes, all of a sudden your fat burning hormones can do its job. So you lose weight. All of a sudden your cells produce energy. So you feel good. So we know that cellular health is key for performance and longevity. So I've been taking Pureform every single day. My dog takes it every single day. So does my girlfriend and my mom. This is how much I love the product. If you want to get your bottle delivered to your door, head over to purelifescience.com. Check them out, order a bottle or two, and you'll be amazed by how you feel after taking this just after a few days. That is purelifescience.com. Use the coupon code BEN4 to apply a $4 off coupon. That is BEN, B-E-N, and the number four. International shipping is available. Okay, let's go back into this episode of the Keto Camp Podcast. Fast forward now, you have worked with over 13,000 patients. You've got, you know, at least from when I first saw the stat, nine registered dietitians that work underneath you. It's, it's growing fast. And, you know, you have plans to, to go worldwide and do a lot of cool things. So, that's in a short amount of time, you know, in just a few years, you're able to go from those 40 patients to now over 13,000. And that is a testament to the results you're getting for these individuals. So I want to acknowledge you for that. Let's talk about the 10 principles, right? You, you call them the 10 basic principles of health, the, the 10K philosophy. Let's kind of go through each one and then uh, focus on a bullet point or two for each one. So the keto campers listening and watching could uh, extract some, some golden nuggets from each one. Right, absolutely. And uh, just uh, to go with the math, it will be our fifth year this July. So 13,000 in, in five years. It's amazing. Uh, Think about where you're going to be in another five years. Like, I'm excited for you and I'm excited for the world. That's really cool. Well, thank you. Thank you. Okay, yeah. So the uh, 10K, which is the 10 keys of health, you know, 10 foundation principles of health. It's nothing more than going back to our roots. If you see everything that I will explain, except for what we eat, doesn't need much investment. It is. It has been achieved. I mean, it has been done by our by our, our fathers, our grandfathers, and we have lost our way, and we need to get back. Metabolic Health Summit. There was this. Uh, presenter, her name is Susan, and she was talking about in South Italy how it was a there was a study where they showed that people would have better outcomes after having been infected with COVID-19 just because they lived near the woods and had access to in the wind to terpenes. And you know, getting back to nature is something that we need. And, and she said. When you are living in a city, your linear thinking gets developed and your systems 
thinking starts to go down. And you know, we get we need to get back to there. I have a book in, in my library by the founder of Sony, and the name is Kindergarten is Too Late. And he's he talks about going back to the roots and you know, playing and sharing with kids, not having them hooked to TVs and all that. Well, so the first key of health that we teach our patients is sunlight. And sunlight is exposing your skin to sunlight at the proper time, which is not what most people think it is. It's the law of reverse. Yes, exactly. And so if if you allow me, I would like to say a a phrase that's the one that I used to open the the talk at uh, Salt Lake City, if I remember right. If you want to turn or change illness, disease, and poverty into happiness, health, and prosperity, you need to speak, think, and act in ways that are the exact reverse as most people think, speak, and act. And that's called the law of reverse. So if you, in most instances where people are not achieving what they need, if you do the exact opposite, you might get into the right track. So sunlight, you know, having sunshine between 10 a.m. and 2 p.m. allow your body to be exposed to ultraviolet B rays that are the ones that will start the process of producing vitamin D. Why you need vitamin D? Because it is associated to better mood and it is an anti-inflammatory precursor to our system. And the big problem that we are experiencing with our thoughts, with our environmental exposure, with the things that we are eating is inflammation. So everywhere you can find a little bit of anti-inflammatory effect to your system, you need to pursue that. So, you know, having sunshine, depending on on the, the color of your skin, it can be as little as two minutes and as high as 30 minutes, depending on people that are black skin and elder, they need more exposure to get the same amount of vitamin D. So you need to have that. And and if we go to a little more scientific explanation, when you receive the photons, your system turns them into electrons. When you have these electrons floating or running in your system, then you're alive, you have energy, you're able to complete your projects and and you're able to be free and happy. So that's one big component of being healthy. Having energy is necessary, absolutely necessary. The second one is sleep. And sleep, we're designed to work during the day and recover during the night. Sadly, the way that life works right now, many people working from different parts of the world, so they have to provide service when they're supposed to be sleeping. That's one example. Or the other one is we have access to these uh, platforms where we can see. I remember when I was a kid, I, I would see a cartoon on Tuesdays. I would have to wait for the next Tuesday to see the next chapter. Now you have access to HBO, to Amazon, to Netflix, to all these platforms where you have access to to many, many series, and you can do a serious marathon, and all of a sudden you start at 10 p.m. and you finish at 4 a.m. and you have to wake up to go to work, and that's how many people leave. And 
when you do that, your anti-inflammatory or the anti-inflammatory uh, properties of sleep are not being performed. And of course, if you sleep in a bad strategy, meaning less time or the time where you sleep is moved forward, then it has been shown that you diminish the work or the power of the, this frontal part of the brain, the frontal cortex, which is like the area. I don't know if you remember in cartoons, you had this little devil and the, and the angel that would make you decide. So this uh, prefrontal cortex is the area that is like the angel. So if you are dealing with, I don't know, instant gratification and you know it's not good for you and you didn't sleep well, then you have the angel in it is diminished and sometimes just is not present and you fall into many practices that are not consistent with what you need to do. So eat at least 7.5 hours to nine hours at the time that you're supposed to be sleeping for the time zone where you're living. And of course, if you can sleep, the longer you can sleep, the more that you will recover. That's the second one. The third one is electromagnetism. So we were talking about non-native electromagnetic forces, the ones that are created by these things and, and Wi-Fi and uh, microwaves. Those things, when they are in contact or present in your system, they steal, they steal electrons. And when you have a, an electron, uh, you know, you're losing electrons, you're basically lowering your batteries. It's the opposite of what you do when you take some sunlight, for example. And well, it happens to be that we have free electrons, uh, a free source of electrons outside. If you put your bare foot at your, uh, at, you know, at the earth, and then you connect, for example, right here in Costa Rica, we are in the rainy season. This afternoon, probably I will have a lot of lightnings uh, hitting the earth. Well, those electrons that are being transferred from the ionosphere and put into the earth, they create a, a frequency. The frequency, it is created by these electrons. And whenever you put your body in contact, if you have to be barefoot, then you start to attract these electrons. And at the same time, the non-native electromagnetic forces are grounded and you lose all those bad forces. It is really, really interesting and backed by science. And the fourth one is, so go outside and spend 10, 15 minutes, and you can do both at the same time. You're having some sunshine, and at the same time, you're putting your feet in the ground. Yeah, and by the way, so when you go outside, yeah, definitely do both. You know, take off your shoes and ground, but also take off your sunglasses because you won't get the same benefits if you have sunglasses on. In, even if you don't live in, uh, you know, Costa Rica or Miami Beach where it's sunny, even in an overcast day, you'll still get the benefits. So get out there and still do it. Yeah. And that's one thing that I didn't talk about on sleep. I mean, there are many things that you need that we need to need to discuss in, in, all, in every one of these 10 cases of health. But when you get outside in the early hours of the morning, you get exposed to blue light. There are sensors in your eyes that they are called melanopsin they start to generate the hormones, dopamine, serotonin, and also melatonin that you will use to get asleep in the night. 
and they get created with the light that you receive in the morning without sunglasses, of course, and without blue light blocking glasses. So whenever you are outside, it's better to, unless it's too um, sunny, then you can use some some sunglasses to protect your eyes, but it really depends on how sensitive you are. And, and so, yeah. Yeah. And melatonin is, is you know, so important is even beyond sleep. Melatonin is the most powerful antioxidant for the mitochondria, right? So getting that morning sunshine allows your body to produce more melatonin, which is anti-inflammatory and it's an antioxidant. It's cancer fighting. So it's so important. Great tip. Absolutely. And that's one thing that, uh, as I told you, and, and I need to say it again, I think your presentation at Ketosol Lake was the best one. And I told you that. And you spoke about that. And it is very, very nice of you, you know, being sharing these messages. Thank, uh, thank you very much. The fourth one is your thoughts. Ah, yeah. We're going to focus a lot on this. Go ahead, my man. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. Why your thoughts? Because everything that you create, in in the outer world you have you first have to create it in the inner world and you know i don't want to go too off track because we could see here for many hours we share one of the best authors in in this area which is uh, bob proctor who recently passed away sadly a great teacher and his teachings i i you know i cherish them in, in my heart i have many of his books and, and programs out there and but there's a book, the book is called um, Molecules of Emotion. And Molecules of Emotion, they tell you, they were, that, that book was written by a scientist who discovered that whenever you produce a neurotransmitter or a hormone in your system, if it is created by, by an emotion, you create it in your brain, it tells your brain, okay, this is the way we are feeling. But you also have receptors in every cell of your body so your body gets communication from whatever those hormones were produced. So there's consistency in all the system about how you have to be feeling. And this is good news, but it's also bad news because if, if we don't understand the power of bad thoughts or bad feelings, and you're transmitting that energy to every cell in your body because they have receptors, then you ignore one, one of the main principles of, of achievement and it is that just by your mind you can be auto-sabotaging the rest of your body being because you're mad at somebody or you have this empowering thoughts consistent um, i'm not good enough or you know due to programming so to make things easier because this is a very complex subject I would say people could, could go and buy the, the book, The Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Dr. Joseph Murphy. He explains in a very elegant manner how you can relate to this reality just by thinking of a garden. Okay, If you, if you have a garden and you, play a, you, you put a seed and you plant a seed in that garden, something is going to come out of that garden. The, the conscious mind is the one that puts the, the seed in the garden. It plants it, it, it. You know, you don't necessarily have to water it or put the nutrients. They are there put by the subconscious mind. So if you put watermelon seeds, there's no way that you will get oranges, for example. So the conscious mind's power and purpose is to plant whatever you want to, either if you know it or you don't know it, but you put the seed in the subconscious mind by itself 
will create a reality out of that. And many people ignore this fact and they feel they are doomed by the idea that, you know, it's just bad, bad luck. And when people say, for example, they start a system or a program and they say, I'm not getting any results. Yeah. Uh, and, and guess what? Maybe you're only focusing on how hard it is. And, you know, it's, it's a really complex thing to discuss in such little minutes. But, you know, if you find that book, it's precious. It's one of the books that was recommended to me by Bob Proctor. And, and you will find information that's going to change your life. And yeah, that's, as I said in the presentation, 80% of your results at least have to do with your mind. So yeah, we need to take charge of, of our minds. Otherwise, it's going to be your neighbor, your sister, your wife, who is going to start putting in information in there. And you just follow their advice without taking charge. And you know, that's not the way to achieve something. So if you allow me, and we have time at the end, I would like to go through the six steps that we teach our students, patients, that they should follow real quickly to achieve success. And, you know, they have to do with the mental area and we need to, to know them. If we don't use them, we're not just, you're not going against the law, but, you know, they say if you can say you, don't, you didn't know the law. The law exists and you need to know it. Yeah, yeah, if you don't, I mean, you still lose, right? Did you know there's actually beverages that can supercharge your fasting results? My favorite, which is a keto powerhouse, is apple cider vinegar. There's a ton of research showing apple cider vinegar has been beneficial for boosting your metabolism, suppressing appetite, reducing fat storage. That's because apple cider vinegar contains acetic acid which is a short-chain fatty acid that's been shown to promote weight loss in those ways. Also, apple cider vinegar is one of the best ways to balance your blood sugars. A study showed apple cider vinegar improved insulin sensitivity after high-carb meals up to 34%. We also know that apple cider vinegar stimulates digestion, acts as a bile stimulant to help break down the fat you're eating on keto. Another research study showed apple cider vinegar protects against mineral depletion. If you're like me, you probably don't like the taste of apple cider vinegar. I think it tastes disgusting. That's why my go-to is Paleo Valley's apple cider vinegar complex. This is an organic blend of apple cider vinegar and four more gut and health supportive superfoods. I take this before my meals. I take it before coffee and this enhances my fast and my blood sugar regulation. You'll find it contains organic apple cider vinegar, organic turmeric, organic ginger, organic Ceylon cinnamon, and organic lemon. Since you are a listener of the Keto Camp podcast, we worked out an exclusive discount code for you to get the apple cider vinegar complex capsules and all of the products over at Paleo Valley. All you need to do is head to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout for 15% off your entire order. By the way, they got delicious beef sticks and an awesome organ meat complex. Go check them out. Paleovalley.com. That is KetoCamp15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below in the show notes. I heard Bob Proctor talk about, you know, a baby doesn't know about the law of gravity, but if a baby starts crawling off a balcony and, you know, God forbid 
falls off the balcony, the baby's going to get really hurt or even killed, you lose. You don't understand the law, you lose, right? So I believe nothing operates by luck. The people who say it's just, I'm getting I'm such bad luck. It's really just operating by law. So that book, The Subconscious Mind um, by Joseph Murphy is an amazing book. You might need to read it. You probably should read it like five to 10 times to really get it. We'll definitely come back and revisit this topic, but I want to share something with you real quick regarding how powerful your thoughts are. And I and I was I shared this on stage. You did too. We had very similar presentations. At least the last part of mine was very similar to yours. The average person has about 60,000 thoughts per day, according to psychologists. And about 90% of them are the same thoughts from yesterday, which is the paradigm. It's just a multitude of thoughts that just go on autopilot by our environment. But I was watching Bob Proctor over the weekend. I study him every single day. I have been studying him every single day for at least seven years. So I was watching one of his old seminars this past weekend, just a few days ago. And I don't know if you've ever came across him sharing this, but this is the first time I ever came across him sharing this. And he was sharing about being on a road trip with a gentleman and he was uh, some some state in, in the United States, but he was in a car on a long road trip. His friend was driving the car. Bob Proctor was in the passenger seat and he's just kind of like laying there in the passenger seat, Bob Proctor is, and he's looking at the clouds and he's making clouds disappear with his thoughts. And he starts to laugh and his friend's like, what are you laughing at? And he goes, it's, um, just making clouds disappear with my thoughts. And his friend's like, what are you talking about, Proctor? You're crazy. So he pulled over the car, his friend, and then Bob's like, pick a cloud. I'll make it disappear. And he was his friend chose different clouds and Bob Proctor literally made the clouds disappear with his, his thoughts just by focusing on it because we know thoughts are a frequency like a laser, highest form of energy, and envisioning the clouds dissipating and fading and then it, it goes away. So I thought, this is crazy. I immediately, after watching this and hearing Bob Proctor say this a few days ago, I went to my balcony <laughs> and I started staring at a cloud. I picked a cloud and I start focusing on it with my thoughts, like imagining and feeling what it would look like if the cloud started to dissipate and fade. And the cloud disappeared right oh, before God. my eyes, dude. I didn't I, know I, that story. Dude, me neither. And then I walked into the bedroom where my fiance was and I'm like, I just made a cloud disappear with my thoughts. She's like, what? And I took her outside and I said, pick a cloud. And she picked the cloud and then I made it disappear in front of her. And I kept doing it over and over and over. That's how powerful the thoughts are, dude. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Yeah. I was going to share the, the things that I didn't have enough time during that presentation, but I was going to share an exercise that is very powerful. It can confirm people how powerful we are. So the, the exercise goes like this. Get a, a necklace and uh, you know what that is? A, a, like a necklace? Yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you get it and you hold it with uh, with your thumb and your index finger, you know, one single line. And you just focus on that. Maybe you want to do it right now. Just hold it with your thumb and your index finger, put it in front of the yeah, you can you can elevate it a little bit so you have it right in front of your eyes. And now just focus, just focus on the object. Is that a heart? Is that a heart? It's similar to shape to a heart. It's actually an EMF blocker, going back to your point. It blocks. Oh, okay, um, okay, okay. Yeah. So just focus on that and visualize that object moving from side to side. Just place your mind as if you were moving it with your mind 
just with your mind power to the right and then to the left, right, left, right, left, right, left. Okay, hold it, please, with your other hand so it's not moving anymore. Think of a circle that you want to move that thing in a circle either way. You just choose which way. Just focus on one circle to one side. Okay, so basically that exercise, what tells us is there's no way you can lie. The outer results are always speaking of what is going on inside your mind. So uh, in a very graphic way, I would uh, take when we used to do the, the, the present classes, not anymore after the pandemic, but I would take somebody to, to the station demonstrate how they would move that object object with their mind. And I said, this is the power that you have. And if you focus on, the, on your goal and you always focus on your goal, not on whatever obstacles you are going to be facing, because you will be facing a lot, there's a high probability that you will achieve your goals. And that's a very graphic and people see it and they, and you know, they see it and they feel it. And now they finally understand how your mind uh, moves into outer movement i love that i'm going to yeah. use that in my presentations brilliant <laughs> yeah go ahead and do that so that's you know we'll talk more about that we'll get into your six ways to kind of get success uh, here so the the fifth one is hydration and you need to have you need, you need to have water many people are now addicts to coca-cola to coca-cola light to coca-cola zero to and you know uh you don't need to forbid anything because that in the mind area we work a lot in saying this is your choice we are recommending this this is your choice this is your responsibility if you choose to drink the coca-cola go ahead and do it now you have to understand this is my conscious decision and i am making a conscious decision and i know what's gonna make out of this process this is probably gonna get in the way but this is conscious mind you you are using your mind to decide we don't want to forbid things because as soon as you forbid something, you want to do it more than if you weren't, if it wasn't forbidden. So talking about water, we, of course, teach people about the power of water. If you don't have enough water in your system, uh, first, you will have probably um, the constipation. You will have less electromagnetic vehicle for your energy. And one more thing, well, two, a couple of things, actually. Uh, if you don't drink enough water, then your hunger centers in the brain might be activated because you're not drinking enough water. But it is water what you think. You don't need to eat more things. You don't need to eat more, more food. It's just water. So if you provide enough water, we take that away from the equation. And the other thing is that when you are dehydrated, there's a pathway that turns glucose into fructose. It's called the sorbitol pathway. And you are turning this glucose into fructose and fructose in the, the metabolic pathway turns it into fat in, in, in your viscera. And you might stop the process of losing the visceral fat and you might get even fatter in that area because you're not drinking enough water. So that's another important thing. That other one is breathing. In breathing, we have a connection between the autonomic nervous system and our breathing pattern. If we drink, if we breathe diaphragmatically and through the nose, 
we are activating the parasympathetic, which is the one that puts you in rest mode. If we are breathing with our chest or even with our clavicles, which is worst, and 85% of people are chest breathers, then you are immediately activating the sympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system. And when that happens, you get more stress. So if you get more stress, it works both ways. If you are stressed, your respiratory system immediately changes into chest breathing. And if you are breathing with a chest mechanic, then you are activating the, the sympathetic branch of the autonomic nervous system, which is that you're elevating the stress. So knowing this gives you the opportunity to change the pattern because as, as I said, 85% of people are chest breathers which means that every time they are breathing, they are putting an information into the system that they are under stress. And for the first time, Ben, I was so happy because in this Metabolic Health Summit, for the first time, they focused on breathing sessions. They had a breathing expert and they focused on breathing sessions. We're walking, and then I said that we're walking in the right way because we're starting to introduce other variables that are never taken into account. And so practice uh, diaphragmatic breathing. And if you remember when you were a child, you were anxious and probably angry at something that happened. Your mom came and said, breathe slowly, breathe deeply. You know, that's ancestral practices that we have forgotten. And if you take charge of your breathing patterns, uh, you know, for 10 minutes at a time, when you, while you are meditating and you just focus on diaphragmatic breathing, you're calming your system. It's very powerful. Yeah. And some and something I do at night is I mouth tape every night to make sure I'm breathing through my nose every single night That's too. Right. Yeah. So the next one is exercise. And as I said, I was a personal trainer. I retired from that though, but we teach them the basics of what kinds of exercises, for example, zone two exercises to give metabolic health to their mitochondria and you know focus on fat burning mode. You know, that's one type that we teach people. We teach exercises with uh, weight training, Tabata training, or high-intensity interval training. We teach them, you know, the benefits of each of those systems and how they can incorporate it. And we even give them some exercise programs that I designed. So they can practice in-house if they don't like to go to the gym, or, or there are other types that they can practice in the gym with weights that they need. And the next one is stress management <laughs> and stress management just just to tell you about i use this which is the uh, oh the uh, cgm freestyle libre yeah continuous glucose monitor continuous glucose monitor so if you see this is my 103 yeah this is 103 and the limit you see in light blue is 70 to 100 and you see almost a flat line which is very boring if you're following a low carbohydrate diet but what I notice is when, I'm, when I am presenting, I have a small elevation. And I remember about four weeks ago, I had an argument and I was fasting and my glucose went from 89, I think, to more than 140 just by the argument. So if you don't know how to manage your, your stress, you, you have consistent and constant elevations in your glucose. And if we go to the nutrition part, if you have elevated glucose, you have high insulin, you immediately block your ability, the ability of your body to use the fats and you start to 
deviate some glucose to the fat cells and you can immediately stop your progression. And, you know, people sometimes they say, I'm following everything to the letter and it is not working. And they are referring to the nutrition part. But as I say, we don't teach diet. We don't teach nutrition. We, we teach a lifestyle change and you need to know how to manage so, uh, the stress. So we give them a lot of, uh, of tools to do that, to manage the stress. If you're anything like me, you spend a lot of money on supplements each month. Have you ever thought these supplements are actually working for you? Are they attaching to your receptor sites and helping your cells do a specific job? What if you're not getting enough minerals? Or what if you have too much of something creating an imbalance in other minerals? Knowing this will not only save you money, but it'll also improve your health so you could balance out the vitamins and minerals that you really need. With that being said, how the heck do you know if you have a mineral imbalance? What I'm bringing you today is a chance to accurately test all of that at the comfort of your home. In this case, I'm talking about my friends over at Upgraded Formulas and their upgraded hair test kit and consultation. When you discover the truth here and what's going on with your body, you can vanquish any of those hidden deficiencies that are affecting your metabolism, thyroid, adrenals, mental performance, endurance, strength, and sleep, just to name a few. I've had Barton Scott on the show before and he gave a masterclass on minerals. How this works is simple. You are sent a test kit and you use some of your hair. You just cut off a short piece of your hair. It could be on your head or pubic hair. You send it back to them and they have your results. They also offer a consultation to go over your results with you. It's simple, it's effective, and it's one of the best tests to know if what you're doing is working for you or not. If you'd like to get your hands on their deficiency test and consultation, head to UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 to receive 15% off your entire order. That is UpgradedFormulas.com. Use the coupon code KETOCAMP15 at checkout. We'll also drop a link down below. Let me ask you a question on, uh, I don't know if you know the answer. I don't know the answer to this, but so you, when you were stressed out, like mental stress, so you mentioned you got into an argument, your fasting glucose went from 89 to over 140. So obviously there was a cortisol response, glucose falls cortisol. And then when glucose goes up like that, of course, then insulin is produced and then insulin drives glucose back down. If that same response happened from food, so you ate a meal with carbs and you went from 89 to 140 versus that response happening from a mental stress, is it the same detrimental effect or is it less detrimental because it came from stress versus food? In our experience, it has the same effect. And we know that because we have our, our patients uh, use this and follow their patterns and then they... If they come back to the office and they say, uh, you know, and, and we corroborate that, uh, I, I didn't progress much these last 15 days. And then we go back to, to see the tracking and, and you can see immediately, you can see where are the areas, if they're following everything to the letter, if they're doing keto lifestyle, you're not supposed to have those spikes and you can immediately, and you educate them on where this is happening. And what we have found is that as soon as people take it seriously, because, you know, people are told uh, you need to manage your stress. You know, it's like a word that everybody, a phrase that everybody uses, but no, not many people use. 
or incorporate really. And it is until they see it in their results after 15 days and they see the tracking and the, the patterns that we, we can see. And of course, it is different if you come from a exercise session and you have your, your channels open that are not dependent on insulin, the GLUT4 channels open when you do exercise. And if you have stress after that, you have a glucose elevation, it immediately goes into the cell without the use of insulin. So there are some variables that could change the outcome. But, but that is time. different than uh, mental stress because you said you had the GLU4 activated, which that's what's going to lower glucose versus an insulin response. But this is very fascinating because for those who are glued to the TV and watching mainstream news, for example, which is going to stress you out, potentially watching the news is making you fat based off of this conversation, right? So turn off the damn news. One of many reasons why you should turn off the damn news. It might be making you fat. Yeah, right. And this same effect that we were talking about, it can happen after exercise. If you ate a lot of carbohydrates, more than the ones, the amount that you can easily handle as much as if you are under stress, since channels are open, your, your system might take a, a better, uh, you know, hit. It, 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 it won't affect you that much as if you were in a, you know, in a, in a state where you didn't do exercise, but you know, we're putting more variables that might complicate things. The, the bottom line is stress is not good if it is sustained throughout the day and you don't have mechanisms to handle that. We all need stress and we grow because of these stresses we experience. But if you find that you're not progressing and you see there's a pattern where you have a lot of stress and and you can corroborate that with, you know, things like this, then there's something that you need to do about meditation, breathing, uh, doing more exercise, zone to exercise, uh, laughing. There's a, at YouTube, there's this uh, series called Just for Laughs, which is in Canada, Candid Camera. I put that and I laugh a lot, like 10 minutes it's great therapy. So oh, yeah, yeah, I love that. Oxytocin combats cortisol. I love that. Okay, we're running out of time. So finish. So we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Two more to go. We have a couple more. Uh, thermotherapy, which is cold thermogenesis, is exposing your system to cold water. I use a bathtub. I put there about 80 pounds of ice every day for three days. Then I have a, a freezer that takes the next day to start the new batch of ice, so I have three days, one off, three days, one off, and then it goes like that. So I have a, a buckets, I have 24 buckets, so I use eight one day, the eight the next day, eight next day, the, the next day is off, and then the next day I'm, I'm making the, the ice from the first. So uh, coal is anti-inflammatory and it activates a uh, a mammalian, mammalian reflex where every time you're exposed to cold, immediately you have your cells turn, they, they, they stop the energy produ production pathway and you start to leak electrons in the mitochondria to turn them into heat so you can elevate your heat, your inner heat. So that's like having the effect of zone two exercise where you spend fat to use energy, but without moving. 
and it is magic. And and if I do zone two, after a forty-five to fifty-minute session, I can go from ninety to sixty-five. And if I do thirty minutes of cold thermogenesis, this will do exact the exact same thing. It will go from ninety to fifty-five to sixty milligrams per deciliter, meaning that your system is using a lot of the energy and turning it into into heat. So that's magic. It can take you like 10 times. It's amazing. So your glucose, just to be, to be clear, your glucose during the zone two training or dur during the ice bath will, will go up. No, but then after- It will go, go down. It'll, it'll go down, both the zone it two- will go down immediately, yeah. The zone two as well. Yeah, when, when you do zone two, you are opening the glute four channels to get glucose from the blood into the cell without the use of insulin. So you, you will start to see a diminished level of glucose in the blood because you're using that glucose to go into the cell because of the mechanic Got it. movement that is opening the channels, right? Could you clarify what zone two is? Is it a specific heart, heart rate to stay in between? Sure, yeah. Zone two is a type of exercise where you are using a specific type of fibers that you have in your in your muscles they are called type ones then you have the two type two aas and two type two b's the type ones are the ones that are completely aerobic and they can last a long time without getting fatigued and they are the ones that will have energy production from fat when you're using uh, type 1 fibers, you're exclusively using fat as energy. The amount of exercise or the intensity has to go higher than you like change gears into the second gear, which is type 2 A's, which are glycolytic or they use glucose as energy. So you start to change or shift the energy where, where from your energy is coming from, from fat to glucose. So when you do zone 2, you're exclusively using type one muscle fibers, and then they use fat. But at the same time, the good thing is that you get more mitochondrial mass, mitochondrial size, but at the same time, you, you take glucose from the blood into the cell, even though it's not being used. I don't know if I- if That makes sense. Do, no, I got that, yeah. Right. Okay, so, and when you do uh, cold thermogenesis, you activate the same amount of or, or the same mechanics it's incredible because i knew it from theory but it wasn't until i tested it with this and your glucose will start to go down 30 40 points yeah that's so fascinating okay what's the what's the last one here and the last one is uh nutrition of course yeah of course <laughs> so we teach we teach and uh, a lot of what we call neo-nutrition we incorporate many philosophies at the same time we have we teach people keto we do uh, antifungal, anti-inflammatory, anti-aging, uh, gluten-free. We teach them clean keto, which is the you know the clean system is you you eliminate all the uh, you know processed foods. We use uh, intermittent fasting, where you are an expert as well, uh, you yourself, and we also use uh, a hierarchy of proteins that are anti-inflammatory in nature. So when we teach keto, we teach our patients that they should focus first on shellfish, fish, then they go to uh, viscera, 
uh, eggs, meat or fatty meats, then lean meats, and at the end some some other sources. But you know that's basically the mind food is the, the sources you use. They are anti-inflammatory and they promote a better brain functioning because of omega six, the zinc, the chrome and chromium and many other things. Love it. I love the ten. Uh, you know the ten uh, key principles here. So sunlight sleep, EMFs, thoughts, hydration, breathing, exercise, stress, I'm going to call it masterment, stress masterment, thermal therapy, and nutrition. Those are brilliant. Let's real quick, you said you had six steps to achieving success. If you could outline that real quick for the audience, that would be awesome. Really yeah. First one, uh, and I took this in part from uh, Think and Grow Rich. Mm-hmm. I have that. That's the right, okay, right, yeah. right here. Right. And, and Mr. Proctor had like the first edition. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, and I found that using that, not just for getting rich, but to achieving anything, they are the same principles. Principles are not new things. They have been here with us forever. So the first one, you need to be clear with exactly what you want to achieve. What do you want? What do you want? You need to turn that into an image and, and focus on that image. Otherwise, it's going to happen like Alice in Wonderland when she came to a, you know, this a crossroad and she asked Mr. Cat, where should I go? And, and then he said, well, it really depends on where you want to go. And she said, I don't know where I want to go. And then she said, and he said, well, in that case, any road will take you there because she is not clear where she wants to go. So she finds herself spending a lot of energy but not being effective. So you need to be clear on what you on what you want. The second one is that you need to have a plan and a strategy written with a calendar where you specify exactly when you will apply each of the steps. You need to have that written. It can be in your mind because remember that our minds are always, as you said, 60,000 thoughts at the same time. If you are not hyper-focused, then you could lose yourself in the process. The third one, is you need to close your mind to uh, negative comments and criticism from other people because, you know, it's painful to change. And if you change and you belong to a social circle where people need to change as well, but they won't change. They want you to stay with them and they will start to attack you, criticize and make fun of you. So you close your mind. Don't allow yourself to be deviated by by other people's standards. Not necessarily they're good or bad, they are not yours, so don't allow those comments to get into your system and your process. The fourth one, you need to have a community. A community is the key factor here because people are doing the, the same things as, as you are, they are with the same mindset and they can support you and you can support them. The fifth one is have faith. And uh, a definition of faith that I like is uh, faith is the ability to see the invisible, believe in the incredible, to achieve what masses consider impossible. From Mr. Proctor, I heard that. And if you're not getting to where you want, it is not that you don't have faith. It is that you have faith that you might not get there. So faith is very powerful. And the sixth one is don't try Make it a definite movement. Don't try it. And maybe to close, I want to I wanna tell the story of burn the ships. I'm, I'm aware or probably sure that you know about that. There was this general, he was 
being told by one of his soldiers, Mr. General, we're about to be attacked in the morning from uh, an army that is, they are camping in, a, in an island that is in front of us. What do we do? And then the general said, uh, okay, let's get, let's get the army together. I know they have more soldiers than the ones we have. They have, they have more weapons, but we need to, you know, we need to surprise them and, and get together all, all these soldiers and we're going to get into the ships and we're going to go in the back of the island so we can, you know, before it is the morning, we can attack before they know it. And they got into the boats and, and they get to the shore, they get off the boats and the general says, burn the boats. And, you know, the, the soldiers start to look each other in the eye. What's going on here? And one of the soldiers asked the general, Mr. General, why are you burning the ships? What happens if we fail? And they say, no, 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 no. We win or we perish, but we can go back. And they won. So when you're definite in your efforts, you do everything that you have, you will achieve success without doubt. Yeah, yeah. I you're so right. People say, I'll try that. I'll give that a shot. But trying is failure with honor. I love the quote from Ken Blanchard. Ken Blanchard said, there's a difference between interest and commitment. When you're interested in something, you do it only when it's convenient. When you're committed to something, you accept no excuses, only results. And that's what you're talking about. So phenomenal conversation, brother. Yeah. And just to finish, there was a, um, there was a scientific study done in the University of Pennsylvania where they discovered they put these two groups. The one, the first group had only one option. The second one had a, a second option. The first one, they were advised to do this, but if they couldn't do it, they had a B plan. And whenever you have a B plan, you're not spending all the energy you have. So don't have a B plan. Go go for the one that you like and the one that would end your life. So interesting. Yeah. If you're 90% in, you're 100% out. <laughs> That's that ain't that the truth. So, um, Donald, where can they check you out? Share your social media and your website. Yeah, well, it's in Spanish right now, and for, for the moment, um, it's gonna be philosophy. That's K I L O S O P H Y under what is it called? Underscore underscore nutrición with a C instead of a T. We can you can find us, uh, it's gonna be in Spanish though and Instagram and Facebook. And uh, I just finished the book. It's called The Science of Losing Weight. It's going to be translated to uh, English in the near future. And, you know, maybe I can tell you about it when, when it's ready. Yeah, absolutely. Congratulations. We'll put your website and your social media down below. I'm sure there's a lot of people listening or watching who speak Spanish. So um, go yeah, check and, out. And by the way, that's, uh, the website is philosophy.la uh, uh, from Latin America. LA instead of .com. We'll put that down below. Um, yeah, no, thank Donald. Thank you for your amazing uh, attitude, energy, enthusiasm, your research. I mean, this was just a, one of my favorite conversations because we we tackled so many different areas, and I think it made a big difference for those who listened to it and watched it. So, listen to it again, watch it again, repetition, repetition. Like Bob Proctor says tattoo this information into your brain and uh, go check out Donald. And uh, I want to say I'm grateful for you, man. Thank you for coming on the show. No, thank you, Ben. Thank you really, really for this opportunity to share the message.
hope you enjoyed that conversation. I said it was one of my favorites. I hope it was one of yours as well. He is incredible. I just love that man. So go check out his social media, his websites. Also, the books that he referenced and the books that I referenced can be found down below as well. If you want to watch the video version of this interview with Dr. Donald Vega, that can be found on our YouTube channel, which is youtube.com slash ketocamp. All podcast interviews can be found, video version on our YouTube channel. I hope you share this episode with a friend, somebody who you believe could take this information in and make a big difference in their life. Go copy and paste the link, post it on social media, and please consider leaving the Keto Camp Podcast a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening to. Just a reminder, if you want to get registered for my free upcoming Ketosis Masterclass, head to ketosismasterclass.com. Thank you for spending part of your day with Dr. Donald Vega and myself. Love you. Appreciate you. I'll see you on the next episode. This podcast is for information purposes only. Statements and views expressed on this podcast are not medical advice. This podcast, including Benazadi, disclaim responsibility from any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own. And this podcast does not accept responsibility of statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or non-direct interest in products or services referred to herein. If you think you have a medical problem, consult a licensed physician.